I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. And another fantastic. Hi, it's Derek Johnston here, and you're watching the Battle Fever podcast. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I want to be. It's red faucet, it's beautiful, it's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle fever coming over me. And I got butterflies and hurricanes shaking my body. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 71 of the Battle Fever podcast, Bears Corner. We're live. Apologies, we're not in the studio this evening. We just felt it would be wise to not put anybody at risk, considering all this sh- fucking stupid COVID thing again, which seems to be creeping back up. So, over Christmas and New Year, until we certainly get into the New Year, I think we'll revert back to remote podding, which means we can bring this back. Baby, <laughs> is that water to you? No, no, <laughs> no. Straight no, vodka. Aye, aye. aye. Vodka. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly Vod- what it is. Vodka and creatine. Brilliant, Let's just get on with who's on the pod this evening. He's probably his oldest Santa, to be fair, and he's got a Santa hat on. Uh, don't, talk Gio, don't talk about Gio. Don't talk about Gio. It's birthday that day. Don't talk about that. How, how are we doing, mate? I'm all right, thanks. Yourself, you cheeky bastard. I'm okay, mate. Did it feel weird having to set up the old machine tonight? I was just saying before we came on there, I, I turned I turned my desktop on in a while because I've not used this because I've been using with my, my wife sits to do her work very, very quickly. I turned the desktop on and all the browsers without dates. I had to install new ones and I, I lost my links to everything. So it's ridiculous. 
Don't blame me. Was no, 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 the ginger bollocks. What about you, ginger bollocks? What about you, ginger bollocks? <laughs> For anyone that's listening, I don't actually have ginger bollocks. <laughs> Last time I checked, I didn't. We've seen them, mate, in the live show. I'm that's sure fine. everybody did. A couple of people made it. They're not ginger, they're staunch and orange. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, mate. I'm doing good, brother. <laughs> for, for the anti-sectarian police it's actually, they're actually tangerine beach the bottom left there is Simi, mate it's wonderful to have you back on the podcast it's good to be back uh, especially not having to go to the studio where I can drink, what am I talking about? Paul drives me, the studio no, it's like actually I genuinely forgot what I think it was it was Christmas as stupid as that sounds. And I turned it on, you're all sitting here a hat so I had to go and get mine. Got my Santa's Avengers fan t-shirt in the background there. I just have no all this since I bought it, so I thought I'd put it on. And then Paul had the same idea. And it's a white theme. It's Christmas snowy. You know, that's my I like it. I like it, mate. And we have Snagsy. No, I like your Santa hat, mate. I love the staunch colour that it is. Um, Thanks, mate. Ten, fucking ten-year-old. This it's an actual oh, Rangers one as well. I love it, mate. I love it. How are you? I'm good, mate. By actual heel turn. This is a fake background. I'm actually in the studio. We, uh, <laughs> Greg, Greg and Nicole. Look, there we go. So, uh, one time we don't go and he's in there. Oh, sake, Rinies, Rinies, mate, Rinies. <laughs> uh, before we go any further, I just I want to give a wee shout out to now. There's a regular pod listener called Grace Forrest. And she was supposed to be at the live show. However, she couldn't be at the live show because her wee grandson was in hospital and she was one of these um, designated um, visitors. You know, obviously with COVID restrictions and that. So um, uh, I just want to give a wee shout out to Lewis. I know he's out of hospital now, thankfully. He was away to see Spider-Man tonight. I hope he enjoys Spider-Man. The pod has sent a wee gift to Lewis to hopefully um, make him feel better. I'll try and get it on my phone, actually. And that's cut to see our sponsors, KJT Printing. Thank you very much, mate, for helping us with this. Um, so Lewis will get a wee, a wee, uh, a wee present for the pod, which will be nice. Um, and we're thinking about you, Lewis, and I hope you feel much better soon, pal. Um, you're a wee legend. Thanks very much to G4 Claims and KGG for all the support that they show the podcast. We appreciate it, and we couldn't do the podcast and, and some of the things that we do without them, for instance, the live show. So thank you very much for that. Getting moving on with the pod, we have last night to talk about St Johnston getting pumped to on after yes. the champions at Ibrooks. Callum Davidson dresses like your dad at a wedding, by the way. Have you noticed that? <laughs> He's fucking horrible, man. And he greets and moans about absolutely everything. It's disgusting. He's wanting a penalty for Liam Craig, right? I don't know if anybody's seen this. Yeah. That is the most ridiculous. And I sit in the Copeland and I'm fucking short sighted. And I was still going, that is the worst dive I've ever seen in my life. You can't even dive properly. That's how bad a player is. Um, arsehole. I was going to say something else there. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I heard that. Paul, you were at the game last night, mate. Same as myself. Did anything surprise you about, about the lineup? Um, no, not really. I mean, he seems to have a, a very settled side now, who he deems his starters, especially in league games. Um, maybe, maybe having Hadji in. Um, I thought he might have put. I thought he might have put Sakala. I wasn't really sure, but then again, St. Uh, St. Johnston was going to play the low block. 
and um, having five at the back doesn't really leave an awful lot of space behind. Um, but I wouldn't say there was m m many surprises from the team last night. It was pretty much you could have put your, put your house on it, really, what he was going to start with, because that is, I think that is now his preferred um, starting 11. I think maybe the way he set, kind of set up with the Rebo, almost like his, his favourite number 10 position, which that, that was maybe about the only thing. Um, but it, that, that worked out really, really well, as I'm sure we're going to discuss. But no, nothing to be surprised. Gio Hadji comes back into the side ahead of Sakala. Obviously, fashion played really, really well at Hearts. I'm sure everybody would agree. Mm. Um, is that surprising? I, I was like, I, I love Hadji. I think Hadji's a great player. I just don't think that's his position in the wing like that. I think he's better suited being in one. Mm. And his problem mm. is, John Ebo is so good at the minute that he can't get that position. I, I think there was a bit of fluidity last night about the front three, minus Alfie. Obviously, he was, for me, um, Hadji can maybe spot a pass a, a wee bit more than sort of fashion can. You know, he can pick a pass. He can maybe come up with a wee bit of creativity. And, and, and like Paul says, the low block there was obviously designed to frustrate us and put five across the back. So there wouldn't have been a lot of space in behind. And for me, bringing Hadji in, just to, I, I, I know we have said this at times ourselves, that he slows things down a wee bit, but sometimes that's needed. And a game like that where you need to maybe pick a wee pass out and, and, and produce a wee bit of magic. And I actually thought Hadji played reasonably well as well. I also think the that Roof being off injured at the minute for a couple of weeks allows Fashion to come in as that secondary striker as well. So I think there's a wee bit of game management there, Ned, as opposed to just maybe leaving him out, because he did play very well against Hearts. Sammy, did it surprise you about that, mate? Because I, I kind of thought Sakala, a big wide open space. We knew the way St. Johnston were going to set up. They were going to restrict um, you know, the space. They were going to allow us probably have the ball in our back lane. But I just think Sakala sometimes turning turning the defenders and going in behind is a is a weapon that we should use. And we never really got to got to explore it when he came on because there's a couple of bad passes, etc. But um the wee man is an asset, isn't he? He is. And he's kind of another example of a player that was so easily written off after about a ten minute performance. Mm. And he just went from strength to strength. And I think he's if you can keep a hold of him, which I, and keep coaching him the way he's been coached, you're right. He's going to be an asset. He's going to be somebody we could uh, potentially sell for decent bit going forward. But he could do some damage, and he's also got some competition ahead of him. But Morelos, when he's on form, how can you really, how can you drop him? Roof mm. when he's fit. I, I, I still think Roof's the purest striker we've got. Another day, I think he's got, he's got a Yelovic feel. To me, he's got that kind of strength. He can hit uh, worldies. He can tap in. He's got everything about him. In Sakala's like third choice there, and it's a very, very good third choice. So the strength mm. and positioning we've got for strikers is excellent, and that's good because it'll just make him better or make him try harder. And the competition in this space is uh, it's good to see. But yeah, he's a cracking player, Sakala, and I hope he's ways for some time to come. I, I hope we see him as the number one, two choice, put it that way. I hope he can uh, get promoted to that at some point. Snagsy, um, Stevie G obviously like to play two holding midfielders or two sitting midfielders, if you like, and one was always advanced going forward. And we'd known it as Scott Arfield over the last couple of years. Obviously, Scotty never played much this year under Gerard due to injury and just lost a form and maybe lost a confidence as well. What do you make of the tweet then that G was made, the fact that there is only one holding midfielder now in Kamara who... I think, although he lost the ball a couple of times last night, being lackadaisical a wee bit and people sneaking up behind him, I do think he's comfortable there. And I think it allows Scotty to run for deep, which 
their opposition are finding it really, really hard to pick up, as we've seen against Hearts, as we've seen against St Johnston last night. Absolutely, dude. And I think as well, one one thing to note with that with that change in formation and, and the system is is the recycling of possession. So you've got guys like Kent and and Hadji and Arfield who obviously is a is a natural presser anyway and is very good at recycling the ball are coming back to do that defensive work to win the ball back quickly, um, which obviously allows the space in the mid. So it's um <clears throat> it's a really, really positive change. But but just to touch on on Hadji as well, you know, Hadji as much as he's frustrating in that wide right role, he was absolutely key in that second goal. And that's yeah. why he's there, because he can produce that moment of magic that can change a game like that. And, you know, he might make some mistakes or whatever, but he's 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 perfect, absolutely perfect um, in that in that team, in that lineup. And Stags, the thing is as well, mate, is I thought he was excellent in the second half. I thought the first half he struggled to get into a wee bit, but I thought yeah. the second half he, came, he really came into it. Mm-hmm. And he was unlucky not to score one or two, to be fair. A couple of good blocks when, when he when he managed to get shot away. Um, the beauty with Hadji, as you say, is it's that wee, that wee bit of inspiration that just goes. But nobody in our team is a finished article, hence why they play for Rangers. You know, if Hadji didn't have the mistakes in him, Hadji would be in the Premier League or he would be some other league that's, that's higher than ours. You know what I mean? So that, that's where we're at. We have, to, we have to appreciate that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. on. Yeah. Yep. I think I, I thought we had a discussion with this with people in a bit the last night when we talked about Hadji. Um, I mean, he's some of these, he sees things that other players don't see. Mm-hmm. And he's doing things, expecting the players around about him to, to do it. He's almost like two moves ahead. But people in the bottom aren't quite picking up on it. Um, and somebody said last night, uh, if, if he had that wee half yard of pace, sorry, Andy Blue Girls. You know, he would, be, he would be world class, and he would be would be a, a top, top, top European side. You didn't just say that. You didn't just say that. What's that? Top, but, top, top. Come on. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I mean, how old is he? 23. 23 exactly. now, I think, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, he's not at his peak yet. No, he hasn't, no. Not myself. And he's, let's be honest, he's not going to hit his peak, <laughs> peak in the Scottish leagues. You know, he's going to be going to kind of become a better player, or in Europe, Champions League, for example. Uh, but my point being, there's still we've still got me to see for that guy. Totally, mate. Totally. I thought the first half, Paul, at the game we <coughs> we were carving the molten, we were creating chances. A shot that hit the post. Oofed. Holy smokes, man! Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Really took the goal out, 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 out the stanchion. To be fair, um, but I just think, well, I just. We, the, the difference here is I, I don't think we let it get to us, whereas in previous weeks, you know, before the manager came in, we let that sort of performance get to us. We ran out of ideas. We, we ended up desperate at times. I don't think we've I don't think we got that with Geo's, with Geo's Rangers on, on Wednesday night. I think we were patient. We were calm. Yeah. We knew the goal was coming, and eventually, obviously, it did. But up to it before that, I thought I thought we were excellent. Yeah, I think you're right there. There's the, the... There's more, there's more belief and there's more confidence in the players now. Also, I think I think about this is they are taking shots from outside the box now. They're they're taking chances. They're, they're trying to sort of mix up a little bit more. Still not as many as I'd like to see. It's almost it seemed almost like under Gerard they were trying for the perfect goal, trying to walk it into the net. You know, as many many one touches they could get for every single outfield player and then put it in the back of the net. They're not doing that now. Um, Which is quite still, ironic, considering the second goal last night. I know, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I think which, every player got a, every player got a touch for they just tapped it in. Yeah, <laughs> I, do you know? I, I've watched that so many times, and unless unless it's Morelos, there's only either one or two touches. Of every every player that touched that, said, yeah. one or two touched Morelos. Morelos hits, touches it three times, and that's to control it, push it forward, then cross it. I and think as was, well. Sorry, Paul. I think as well. You know, one of the major differences that we're seeing uh, Gerard versus Geo system is where you would normally have the overlapping fullbacks. There was the panic crossing. Do you know what I mean? We hit about fucking mm. fifty crosses a match into the box, hoping that somebody would get their head on the end of it. But what you're seeing now is the balls coming to the wingers, and they're getting to the edge and switching direct into the box and try to find those pockets of space in between, um, which yeah. is obviously resulting in a lot more shots and targets. Uh, go a lot more goal uh, goals yeah. as a result. And I think also having having either Tav or Baratic hanging back as well, you're not over you're not you're not overloading down the wings that way. So you're not trying to be too intricate. I think and it offers a better balance, I think, as well. And also Morelos, sorry, Morelos, Morelos isn't he new sitting centre midfield? No. When Neighbors are coming in the box, you know what I mean? When Neighbors are coming in the box, he's a danger, hence at the corner. Sorry, he would be in there anyway, but at the corner, Golson gets up, gets a good header on it. And then Morelos guides it into the back post. Uh, sorry, Sammy. No, I, I was going to say, as you're saying, Paul, there's a bit of patience with this team uh, that is fans maybe we need to get used to because they're delivering. Mm-hmm. You know, it's making kind a of faith. I'm not saying last night was like that, but obviously the Hibs game, people were getting a bit kind of like uh, doom and gloom. So we uh, scored at the end, but <clears throat> nothing wrong. We have you last minute winner. Uh, yeah. As the games are 90, the games are 90 minutes, sometimes longer. <coughs> But <laughs> a point being is, though, Subi scored in the 87th minute, so three points is all that matters. And um, this team, they're getting rattled, is a point. They're not getting stressed, yeah. out. they're not getting frustrated, they're not just starting to panic when the ball's not coming, they're just waiting patiently. And they know it's coming. And Gio, just is starting there, like, chill. It's fine. Relax. Silly. Scott, Paul, I, I, I was going to ask you a wee question, lads. Have you noticed the crowd when you're at the game being a wee bit more relaxed? Because I noticed when we were at the yeah. Dundee game, there was definitely a wee, a wee more, a bit of, a bit more calmness amongst the crowd and there weren't getting on the, the players' backs as much. And at the end, against Dundee, it took a wee while to break things down. But I mean, right. especially last night, you know, we're at the hit in the 40th minute and then we're getting that goal. But I, I'm not getting it from the TV. But what, what's it like in the, what's it like in the stadium? Is there, is there a wee bit more calmness from the, from the crowd, do you see the thing is, mate? I think I think the point the point you make there is excellent, and it is cam- it is camera at the ground, and I think the reason for that is we're not conceding many chances. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Under Gerard, towards the end, it was like people were just cutting throughs and scoring mm. or creating a chance, and the goal was trying to pull off a save or whatever. That's mm. not happening. Do you know what mm. I mean? So I, th- I think that's the reason why it's cam. We're in total control. You can sense the goal coming. You know, it's just a matter of time and, and when it's yeah. going to happen. And I, I think the, the crowd, they, they noticed that. And even last night, there was two or three that you're thinking Kent had a couple, you're thinking Easter scored. And, but there was no, even for the players, there was, no, there was no even that edginess creeping for the players to the stands yeah. and then vice versa. Everybody was in control of it, you know, and we knew it was coming. But I don't know if you, particularly you feel that as well, Paul. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, and Gio, as you said, does make a very good point. You don't, you're not getting the same angst amongst the players that you can see. Especially, for example, just sort of talking Goldson and Tav, they were getting at the start of the season, you know, pointing at each other, you should be in here, you should, it's your fault, mm-hmm. it's your, you should be in there for the goal. And, and it's, there was a lot, it was almost like, a, um, I wouldn't say animosity, but it was a certain, a certain grating of what was going on. Um, you're not having that now. Um, they, they seem calmer on the pitch, they seem happier, they seem, there's a, there's a solidity about the team now. 
Yeah. And, that, and that's that's transcending into the stands. And the, and the, the fans are a lot a lot calmer. Certainly, be, I, I've, I've genuinely not heard a for fuck's sake, Tav, for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, mm. which is unusual. Let's just see what I said. It's unusual not to hear somebody screaming for fuck's sake, Tav. Um, but no, I, 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 do, I think it's a very good point you raise. And that from my perspective and from what I've seen and heard and about me, there's a, 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 almost a calmness. And as you say, Oh God, that was close up. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. And because you do know the boys are going to score. I think you had to nail it as well, Scott. The fact that although people know um concede as many shots, and I think that makes a big difference because you know what it was like for a, a good few games towards the beginning of the season there. You just felt we were going to concede. And every time I did concede, it was like oh, we saw that coming. That was expected. Yeah. That was a serious you knew, but this time you're like, wait a minute. We're keeping a lot of queen sheets here. Uh we're not conceding that many shots. And most importantly, as you say, we're in control of the game. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I think I think as well is, is what Aldo's saying there, the team look much more together today. Yeah. They look like a team again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what the thing that was missing towards the end of Gerard Joint is that it was it was again coming individuals. You know what I mean? I think Gio, the biggest thing he's done is got everybody on on side and is Andrew Bluebell so his Goldson is playing well now. And we criticised them after the Hibs game, the pod after the Hibs game. With his comments, his performances, etc., you've got to praise him now and say that Connor Goldson has stepped his game up. He's a lot better now. He looks like Connor Goldson. We know is in there, um, and as as Andrew says as well, he certainly is helping um, Calvin Bassey. Do you wish your thoughts been in Calvin Bassey? People need to realise that Calvin Bassey, I don't even think, has played a full season's worth yeah. of games professionally. Do you know what I mean? He's in first team football. He's, he's He's still a young kid, and he came for he came for Leicester with only something like three or four appearances. Mm. I love him, mate. I love his I love his enthusiasm. He's a wee bit like fashion in that sense, you know. He he, he seems to be playing. He seems to love playing at the minute, and the fact that he's getting game time for me, obviously, I, I don't think in in the, in the short to medium term he's going to be our, our our answer there. But I think going forward in a year or two's time, he could potentially be. But look at twenty one years of age playing centre back, you know. He's a decent passer of the ball, not great, but I mean, his recovery pace is fantastic. He's strong as an ox, and at times that uh, that's what we need. You know, exactly, Paul, exactly. Um, yeah, but I mean, look, I, I think he's done brilliant. I think he's done brilliant. 21 years of age, I think we've got a real a real asset on our hands and a real find. Um, he can play left-back, he can play centre-back. And like I said, mate, you know, when you're, when you're up against some big, strong guys, he's, he's the type of person you would like to see in your team. He did get a rough ride against Hearts last week. He did. He, he got. He got. He got sort of pushed around a wee bit, and and he got messed around a wee bit. But that's all. That's all good. That's a learning curve for him. And that's a learning experience for him. And hopefully, he will get better as the season goes on. I totally, man. Totally. Hey, Nicola. Hey, guys. Love the Christmas loop tonight. Fantastic as always. Agree with Gio. Hey, Seems so much calmer since GVB has arrived. Who would have thought without Gerard? <laughs> we would be playing so well. You're right. You're right, Nicola. Um, and I hope you're doing well. And I hope you and the family have a lovely Christmas, especially your ma. It was lovely to meet your ma a couple yeah, weeks ago. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and this person here is Rhiannon, by the way, in case anybody doesn't know that who does the, the ladies' the women's football show for us on the Patreon. Bassey is slotted in well to the centre-back position. He's not afraid to go forward and he's calming the ball. Correct. Every time he charges forward to win the boot, we all shout, Go on, Boogie! Fucking get in there! <laughs> <laughs> I love it, love it. Um, on the page. Was, was, was that Balogun in our picture that I can't really see properly? I think it is, Leon. I Balogun. think it is, aye. Aye, because yeah. it, popped up, it popped up a minute ago and it said, I'm not as nervous, got the games now. And I'm like, I just fucking hope so, mate. 
<laughs> That's why he's not a teammate, he's not injured at all. Teams <laughs> just fucking bend them. <laughs> uh, on, on the Patreon, I actually need to apologise to the Patreon because of the live show and, and all the stuff that was building up towards that. We kind of neglected that wee bit because we had so much focus getting put into the live show. Um, so that'll pick up through Christmas and New Year, hopefully, and certainly after it into the New Year. Um, I'm sure all the lads will agree with that. It's just a bit of yeah. tough time. <laughs> it's just a bit of tough time. Um, the live show is mental. We did say we were going to announce the next date of the live show. We'll do that later. Ooh. Ooh. Aye. Do it, we'll, Aye. We'll keep, it, keep them in suspenders for some New venue. New venue. We're going to Auckland Howie this time. <laughs> <laughs> Having it in the changing room, right in the middle of the changing room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Scott, mind like all podcasters know they are invited to the wee man's birthday party. I have, I've, I've mentioned to them, I will remind them again, um, the wee man's birthday party is in January, um, and we are all invited as podders, so I think it would be quite good if we could go, and Aye. just fingers crossed nothing happens between then and now, fucking virus, man, it's pissing me off. Um, oh, Rihanna, we could get, oh no, we can't, because we're not in the studio, Rihanna, at the women's team game versus that mob, we could have got a live report, live goal reports and everything there. <laughs> Shite in it. Fucking no in the studio. Um, aye, so half time. We also got to go with, with Alfie just before half time. I think we'll see another difference in Alfie once Gio gets his chance to work with him properly. I still don't think Gio's 100% happy with his positioning at times. Mm. I think you've seen that. He's put his post match comments last night. He wants his strikers to be in the box because the amount of times mm. we're getting the ball in the box, Alfie will double his goal tally in no time. Um, so I don't know what you think about that, Stangs. Do you agree with that? You, you get the vibe for Joe. He's not quite happy with his positioning at times, but he's excellent. He's lethal. He got a goal and an assist last night, so he's doing his job, but he's just more there. I mean, hundred percent. You know, as with all the team, you know they've got a bit of a bit of bedding in to do. Some, you know, some will naturally be quicker than others, um, because of the because of the roles that they've been asked to do. Um, and you know, Morelos is just is just catching up. And uh, I was, you know, I got goosebumps last night when I saw him sprinting. I've not seen him sprinting for a long, long time. <laughs> I went for gears, fourth gear. Mate, it was incredible. Do you know what I mean? I was just like. Well, holy shit, Alfredo Morelos is sprinting. He's sprinting. Um, it was, it was, it's absolutely fabulous. And you know, there, there is, there is already somebody posted some stats up earlier, and I think it's you know something like two hundred percent better goal return than he, you know, than he had last season under Gerrard. So, I mean, for me, it's, um, it's you know really positive thus far. But there is so much more to come, and that is, you know, that in itself is is super exciting. So, I it's all good. Snagsy, I, I, I was thinking about it today, mate, after listening to your um, stuff about Alfie and when we were talking in the group chat and stuff. And it, it's pretty clear now to me, mate, and, and, I, and I'm sure probably a lot of people already know this, but I think for me personally, Gerard was using Rangers as a template to mimic Liverpool. So he could then essentially say, well, I've got a base or I've got a plan here or a template that I can just go and transfer back in because I'm playing the Liverpool way. The inverted wingers is 10s, the bomb and forward fullbacks. It's exactly like the Liverpool system. Mate. And we were essentially just a, a trial run for Gerard to play at Liverpool. And I'm not, it's not sour grapes for me, mate. It absolutely isn't. But, I mean, in three or four weeks, GBB has, has transformed practically every one of that squad. There's a, there's a togetherness there. We're playing with proper wingers. I can remember we were all shouting for Kent to be a winger. 
for Scott Wright to be a winger, for Sakala to be a winger, and now we've got them. And for Alfie to stop dropping in the same way as, say, Firmino does for Liverpool, Alfie's now a striker, you know, and, and, he, and he will only get better. But it's clear to everyone that, that basically Gerard was just using us as his as we Liverpool template, as we Liverpool play thing. Absolutely, Gio. And uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll just add to that as well, mate. I think um, what we saw with, with Gerard was, was, you know, somebody that has a messiah status almost. He was somebody that mm. came in and said, if you play well for me, then I will love you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when he, when he left and we got battered by Hibs, it was clear that, you know, the messiah's gone now and, uh, you know, we... We can't be that good anymore. And then Geo's come in and said, no, this is about you guys. This is about the team coming together, right, playing the system right. as one. Do you know what I mean? And still in that belief that actually they're together. They didn't need a messiah to come in and, and be the the all CNI, the all big God that's going to make everything better because they will make it better themselves with application and skill. You know, it's, mm. it's all down to them. And I think that's what we're seeing. You know, we're seeing that belief creeping back in. Um, and this is this is probably one of the most exciting teams that we've seen in a very long time at Rangers Football Club. Um, and I, for one, am very excited about the future. And is that I, an ice cream van? That's me. Double nugget. Um, <laughs> do you know, it's actually snags actually about You're right what you say. Just think about what you're saying. You're right. I mean, think about it. The Colson comes out and says they've lost their hunger, they've lost their desire, and um, they're not they've lost basically lost their confidence. And if they are so as, as you say, looking at Jared as this um deity of messiah thing, you know, he says, You could play well for me, I will love you forever. He loses interest, he loses all that mm. confidence, the team, they're gonna go, Well, what's the fucking point then? You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, I, I think and I think that's what happens. I think it's really kind of maybe kind of October time. This other players have realized that uh, God can bleed. And I love that. That should be a quote nice. from God. God can bleed. <laughs> Spot the author. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. But I mean, he came in and that is that what we need today. He was still pride in the squad. He was still pride in the club. Uh, in Europe, three years in the bounce. And people always say, I remember the conversations we would have, people always like, oh, Europe saved, him. Europe saved his job. And I'm like, aye. That, that's how it usually works. You do well, you keep your job. Aye, but if it's for Europe, it would be sacked. What's your point? That is that not what you're supposed to do? Well, people, people can understand that it was doing really well in Europe, earning the board a good fortune. They could then keep the lights on and be reinvested back in the team. People are too focused on silverware and they couldn't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. All right. The focus on silverware when gold was what mattered. Well, that's it yeah. again. It's the same this season, mate. The gold is the Champions League place. Mm. And exactly. them winning a League Cup Sunday or Hibs winning a League Cup Sunday is immaterial to us. Do you know what I mean? As long as we win the league at the end of the season. Like for, um, for St. Johnson last year, for example, <clears> when the Cup double, that's great for them. When was the last time they won a, a Cup? They won a double. That's brilliant for their fans. But yeah. uh, personally, as a Rangers fan, yeah, it's great to get a treble. You know, it's great to get a, a cup and stuff like that. But it was as much as it hurt seeing uh, Hibs, Hibs of all teams, uh, Pumpers. Mm. Look what's happened. Like Gio said, look how we're playing. Uh, sometimes you just need to hit rock bottom before you climb back up. And if we win the league this year, who's going to care about that result? Mm. Really? Simi, I was looking at the results, our mate, in our last. I mean, remember, we went on a run, a run of games, I think eight games, where we conceded the first goal yeah. um, in eight games. And in our last five, we have conceded one, albeit Leon away, and we've scored nine. 
So uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and so the proof is in the pudding for me. You know that defensive solidity is back as well, um, which we'd missed. We, we, you know, how many times have teams came to us in the last in the beginning of this season and went, "We're going to take points here. We're going to get them." And you know, last season that wouldn't have happened, but now we're getting that back. I, I said it today amongst you guys. I'm getting that feeling back. I'm not getting. I don't feel the pressure anymore. I'm getting getting that confidence back myself and going we're strong now we can do this you know we, we're not going to be bullied off the park and that's such a massive difference from the the game against Hibs when essentially we were out fought we weren't out football we were out fought mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're good. Good. I, was, I was so confident in the game last night I didn't even watch it I just went to pictures of the <laughs> <laughs> and I came out and I checked my phone and I'm like 2-0 3 points Oh, that's like, 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 no, I think I think we've got a we've got a, a, a ruthless and nasty streak back. If you know, if you, I don't mean not in a violent nasty, but we have got you know been absolutely ruthless um, uh, with teams. Now. Yeah, yeah, we've got that back. I mean, you don't have to look at Aribo, for example. Here's a guy who is now using his using his physical presence. You know, he's he's been outstanding. He's put he's put he's putting himself about, and he's he's doing really really well. That I think that's kind of manifesting its way through the team as well. They're getting this. Air of invincibility back, and I'm, I'm I for one, I'm loving it. Yeah. Murray, it's, Murray's it's, it's, guess who's coming to my house tomorrow? See I'm, I'm thinking it's Spider Man, to be honest, because <laughs> I, I mentioned that. See, see if it begins with L and ends with Wolf, don't tell him they please. Who has it, mate? Go, who is it? See if I had yeah. the, the studio stuff, I would play the, the music and suspense, but do so. it, do it. We'll just wait. I don't, here, know why, I don't know why I went to Jaws music there, but Simmy loved that though. Simmy loved a 30, that. A 35-foot yeah. shark arriving at his front door. <laughs> Spoiler, it's one of the dugs. Yeah, it's on you go. It's he not a shark, hashtag, it's a railing. Hashtag 20. Hold on. Wait. Is that Romanian 20? Wait. It's squad number. Is it him? That's a combo fact. Is that, is that a Romanian flag? I can't see it properly. I, I don't know, I can't see it. Unknown. Do we have any Romanian players? <clears throat> I don't know if you're... Giannis. Yeah, but Giannis is number seven. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 not carrying on with the, I'm not carrying on with the pod until he tells us, so we'll just be sitting here on yeah. the Yeah, yeah, exactly. Up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go get another beer. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why... Uh, I don't say Buff Bagwell there. Why uh, Buffalo's gone to use us. There's a Hearts fan on the on the pot. Maybe he does his highlights or something. Maybe, Maybe that's what <laughs> he does his highlights. <laughs> so good, so, so Buffalo Buffalo does his Buffalo does his highlights. Is that so much? Here you go, mate. Fucking, you get some blood. Oh, I'll wipe that grey right out of your bonds, mate. Don't you worry about that. Hand delivery four pm. Absolutely buzzing. So Buff's nice. coming to present the shot. I bet. Buff, that shirt's not going to Murray, though. That shirt is going to Jamie. Huh? That's what it says there, you see? And that shirt there is hanging up right there right now. <laughs> Sexy, mate. Sexy. There he is. Signed uh, by the Buffalo himself. And we want to say thanks very much to Alfredo Morelos for doing that. We know he watches yeah. the pod. 
but he just sits quiet in the comments because he can't he can't speak a lot of English. He just keeps he, actually the whole time that he posts, which I can see in the is just vamos. That's all he posts all the time. Every every post. Love the fans. Yes, I'm not love saying. The, Love the fans. I'm not saying that Scott should give me that top. I'm just saying that I've changed my name to Jamesy by Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it, Dante. Uh, Murray's getting a Rangers shot and it'll be hand-delivered by Alfredo Morelos. Outstanding, my friend. Take a couple of pictures and send them to us, please. Right. And we'll superimpose your face on it. Geo's good with fucking cold. <laughs> 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 um... Aldo says it's a massive thank you to everyone at the pod for the last year or so, even when you're having a tough time and not feeling too good. You come here to the pod and get away for a bit. You are 100% right, my friend. Legend, Aldo. Thank you very much. I just say, Gio so good at Photoshop. He's basically Photoshop, Photoshop himself in real life to look massive. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we have nobody ever sees him. It's just from here up, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, we need to talk about Aribo bringing the ball out from the moon. Uh, Do you know what? Can I just can I just say like before we continue that that was actually Tom Rogic's penalty? Yeah, <laughs> I'm missing my Falling back from space. Traveling three time, a travel three time, and everything, mate. Yeah, it's eighty-eight eight miles an hour. Do you know what? I didn't see the game obviously because I've seen Spider-Man. No spoilers, but um. <laughs> People talk, I saw people talk about that on Twitter, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But uh, I think it was Hart and Hand tweeted about it, but it was a, a typo. So they said that Aribo went and uh, handled the boy for the sky, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, the boy for the sky? He's like... He punched Luke Shanley, mate. <laughs> but then, like I said, I seen it eventually, and uh, I'm like, that. I just don't understand how he done it. And then he went interviewed about it, and he said, oh, I was lucky. I was like, no, that's ridiculous, mate. That, yeah. You're so humble, which makes me love you even more. Uh, that's that, that was crazy. I just thought, how how do you do that? I mean, that's as I said in the group chat this morning because yeah, you, uh, you mentioned it this morning. I said, you know yourself, Scott. How high was that ball? It was <laughs> it was it was actually it was higher than the fucking stadium. I shit you not. And you watch this thing going up, and you thought, well, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's some claimants that. And then you see you see it burning up through a, a re-entry, and it came back down. And uh, honestly, the first fucking touch, and as soon as he touched, took that touch, and then went with his right foot, and then his left foot, danced on a couple of players. Everybody stood up and went, fucking fair play, big man. That was astounding. I bet, see what's memorable. It wasn't even favourite to get the ball. There was no. two Rangers players closer. There was two St. Johnson players mm. closer. It was almost like when he made a run for it and kind of done this as if, but even the St. Johnson players went, oh, fuck, let's watch this. What's the fuck's happening here? <laughs> I mean, here's these fucking Masonic conspiracies coming again here, you know? And then it just came down and he trapped it. Oh, just brilliant. Absolutely. How good is he playing at the minute, though? I mean, he's absolutely... What is it? Four or five man of the matches in the last lot of games? He's absolutely sensational at the minute. He just seems to... Well, no, sorry. Cal McGregor's the best player in the league. Don't forget. (laughs) I'm always a Rangers fan. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? He's just... He just he seems to have taken his game to a whole new level at the minute, and and it's something we have needed for a long time because we've always we've had that reliance on individuals, but now he's really stepping up. Yeah, that's great just, to see. I know because he's kind of one of the players when he first came in. Um, I think again, I know it seems a blue boy as such, but a lot of people had kind of doubts that he was going to be a bit too kind of bit too much flair and not really mm. suit this style of players to suit the league. But Jesus Christ, this season losing so much this season, the last few games under Geo. 
he's just it's incredible. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. It's amazing. Every time he's going to position. Well, I every time he gets the ball, you think you're going to see magic here. Mm. Like, literally, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for him to fucking take a play on Sommenhoff. I think he said his interview. He said that what, what, what's been the change? And he says, "Well, I'm just I'm just going out there and I'm just I'm allowed to, to express myself and run freely and do it and, and play what play the way I want." I think that's been that's been the difference. I think Gio's just said, "Off leash, on you go, do your thing." He's recognised his talent for what he is, and he's playing in his natural position. And bloody hell, are we yeah, are we, yeah. are, we are we reaping the benefits? Can you imagine that was Gio's team talk about other players? Davies one. That's what Alex Smith used to say to Loudrop. Do you know tactics? Yeah. No tactics yeah. whatsoever. He just goes, hey, "You play there, you play there." I'm just doing his white lads. Fuck it, man. Yeah, I, trust was, you, I trust you. Listen, if that, if, if that is the case, I'm fucking good. So, mate, he fucking walks into the dressing room pre-match and he's like totally confused. He's like, why are you all staring at me? This happens every <laughs> single time. Just go and do what you want and leave me alone. I can imagine Jimmy walking in, big massive fucking spliff. Turns to the players and go, David's one and sunglasses appear on his face. He's, <laughs> he's a walking meme. <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. Uh, Neil has got a cracking comment there. Hopefully, the next first touch of Ebo takes like that as Kyogo's ass after Calvin's launched him. <laughs> a thousand foot in the air. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> in the air and Bassett on the bench. <laughs> exactly. Ebo will be bringing a horse with this guy, mate, for him to land on. Uh, and by the way, for as good for as good as um, Aribo's touch coming out the sky was. How bad was Liam Craig's dive? I don't know if I've mentioned it yet. Oh. <laughs> How bad was Liam Craig's dive, man? Honestly, no, wow. Do you know the worst thing about that dive is? The worst thing about that dive? It was his reaction to not getting it. <laughs> I know. Flaming the and mate. See if you could even dive properly. I would say, do you know what? Fair play, mate. Right? You've tried calling the ref. Fair enough. It's no worked. But listen. But No, I'm sorry. You can't even dive, mate. You can't do nothing right. You're shite. That's it. There's a, a famous clip for the wrestling. Uh, it's a wee gif. You can find it on Twitter if you look at the gif part and that. But Batista gets hurt at the, the ropes and he kind of staggers backwards, looks back, then jumps. And that's what that was like. It was that kind of looking about, I'm going to get this here. <laughs> <laughs> Even his teammates were like, for fuck's sake. Madison. He's raging. Calum Davison's fucking just shouting and bawling because he's probably looking at something. He's probably fucking not even seen it. He's just reacting. <laughs> he's a fucking asshole, man. Honestly, Calum Davison. There's a time when he went back to his dugout, right? And he went to sit on the seat. But then must have realised, oh, fuck, I'm not near the edge of the pitch now. So then just, his ass never even hit the fucking bit of leather. And he just right back up again went. It was like the tune the fat thing. But with Nibdi doing it with him, though, just himself. And I'm like, he's a fucking rocket, him, by the way. He's a clown, man. <laughs> Do you know how bad that dive was? He was claiming it before he even fucking fell. <laughs> he's, fucking, he's fucking upset, me because he's had it independently scored beforehand. Uh... He's like, that, that was an 8.4. <laughs> I, was, I, was rehearsing that, I was rehearsing that in training it was a lot better I love the shithousery of McGregor when he booked him McGregor's like ah that's the first booking then he's fucked the ball into the ground for descent that's the second booking get him off I mean Alan McGregor just wasn't even near it and then Big Goldson came out and all it's funny well, because I, I actually despise it it's why my pet hates when I see players dragging our player booked unless it's a Avengers player because I'm biased really? 
Aye, so that kind of rounded up off the game, to be fair. There was nothing really. Gio wasn't happy we lost control a wee bit in the midfield. I felt that. So it says Kamara kind of no going and meeting the ball, kind of waiting on the ball coming to him. And that's what allowed Liam Craig to nick in and, and get through. That happened twice in the match. That was the second time. Um, I think a lot, though, a lot of the football they've played recently, you know, if players do need a wee bit of a rest. I think, I think we will welcome the, for a change, we'll welcome the winter break. Who got to see the chase there? No, I do think I do think we welcome the break because I think Gio will want to get them on the training ground and work. Um, you know, and, and as I said, just just wee tweaks here and there still will happen. I think touching what Snags he says about about the Messiah thing with Gerard and all that. You've got to remember as well, he, he was a young coach in his first job in management who hadn't really developed Plan B and C. I think you're seeing with Gio. We can mix it up within a game. We can mm. change formation. We can have different personnel providing different, um, you know, attributes to his formation. And I think you can see that working. We're having a, an actual, you know, seasoned manager there who's won things and been over the course before. I think we're in really safe hands. It's brilliant to see. Uh, and obviously, we just need to keep winning. And, uh, and a lot of Rangers fans last night walking out the ground with me, they were all on their phones. And it's, I probably would have been as well had it no died. Um, and they were trying to see the obviously the result coming through if he did well. And I did say to a few of them, listen, they're spawny bastards, they'll score. It's a certainty. Last kick of the ball, it's a certainty they're going to score. And don't don't let it affect our performance, our result, and our mood of watching your team tonight. Because mm. we were good. Um, and obviously, lo and behold, they did. Uh, and then, as I said, just just focus on us. See, at the end of the day, they need us to slip up. We don't need them to slip up. All we need to do is keep winning. And then we get to games against them. And again, don't get beat. At the very, very mm. least, don't get beat. If no, then hopefully we, we win the game. And that's, that's all that we need to keep doing. We don't need to focus on anybody else. They need to focus on us. Again, we're the only show in town. And that's the way it's got to be. That's Sorry, Gio. Absolutely. Sorry, Timmy. That's not Gio. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just agreeing. I was just agreeing 100%, mate. I mean, I think we mentioned it today within our group chat. And it's obvious that we're going to talk about them from time to time. Because let's be honest, if it was 97th minute and we were scoring goals after six minutes of injury time, you know, it'd be talked about in fucking Parliament, but you know, <laughs> a fucking wee penfold prick, fucking Dornan would be mentioned it all over the place. Sorry, sorry, swear jar, winter swear jar. Um, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But look, I, I, I've said it already, and Scott, I, I couldn't agree with you more, mate. You know, fuck the rest of them. We'll we'll just keep winning our games, and we'll we'll go on. And I'm gonna stop cursing now. That's me. I'm done. I think people forget we're actually in the driving seat here. People forget we're four points clear. We're not four points behind. We're not four goals in front. We're four points. And I, they're getting the points. But people say to forget, we're winning our games. It's, I don't understand this really strange uh, narrative that's kind of been spun. It's almost like we could win the league, but they would get, they would have put a better season. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, not, it's, it's crazy. It's some kind of like psyop. It's getting played. I mean, they've they've made more passes like than PSG and Man City and things like that. So, <laughs> so, so they win that award, mate. Do you know what I mean? That's fine. Let, I can listen. Let them win all the awards under the sun. I couldn't give two fucks about that. To be quite honest with you. Oh, they won that league. Can see a cracker though. Actually, a cracker it was uh, like obviously. Um, it was a lot of kind of like old tweets coming up. Fairly on say like oh, celebrating a last minute pitch invasion dingwall and stuff like that. Eh? Oh, it's embarrassing. And I saw one getting retweeted quite a lot with the guy saying that's embarrassing, like pitch invasion at Dingwall for like three years ago. And everybody was jumping the guy. The guy's a Hearts fan. 
He's like, I don't know what your point is. I still feel, I still feel the same. By the way, just listen, just ignore me a minute. I'm just pouring a region here because one of my students today, he's a Motherwell fan, he won't be watching this, but one of my students today, it's the last day I had them before Christmas and they bought me a wee bottle of... Oh, that's lovely, mate. Line up distillery gin, Coraline. So I've had my first one, that's my second one. It's actually delicious. Thank you very much, Gary. You're a star. Even though, as I said, you're a Motherwell fan, you're all seeing us every video. I thought that was a live show. I was, I was, I was first there and I was trying to say I had nothing and I sitting in a pool day. Pull the things up and said, Battle for your podcast. And one of the guys by the bar goes, Oh, well, I know this. My old lecturer is <laughs> a kid who runs. I was like, Yeah, that's Here, Scott, can I, can I just, uh, can I just say a quick thanks to everybody, mate? Because I never, I wasn't on the last pod, obviously. And, and it's not, it's obviously not, I don't get over that often. But for me personally, mate, the live show was phenomenal. I, I loved every minute of it and every second. And I just wanted to thank everybody for coming along and everyone for saying hello to me as well. Because obviously I speak at a million miles an hour and not everyone can understand me. But on the night, I think most people got it. Aye, mate, aye. So thank you to very much to everyone. And I hope I give out lots of hugs. Hugs is my thing. It's usually my thing. So I hope I give out lots of hugs. Snagsy, you're getting one next, big lad. <laughs> You'll love it. That as well. Great. Because I, I was in the no. last pod, I also thought just echo that, but uh, Gio was saying uh, it was a great night. Um, you just made it, it turned up. Aye. You know what I mean? Like, um, you've done a lot more than all you did, apart from Scott, who fucking worked his ass after, to be fair. But um, it was a great night. Like, Hately was in form. The Rev oh. was brilliant. Mike McCurry, what an absolute gentleman he is. And the question was on form. Jody, Jody, was on, Jody, Jody was brilliant. Jody was, Jody was absolutely well. brilliant. Scott, is that enough of a lineup, mate? The the tease out the next bit of the, the the next live show? No, it might be. Can I just address this first? But it will be right. Murray says, "Phone me and I'll tell you the story." Murray, I can't mate because we're not in the studio. No roadcaster, mate. No roadcaster. Right. However, if you hold on, or or I don't know what you could do, but even text it and I'll read it out or something like that, or send me a voice note or something on Twitter. I don't know. Just I can read it out if you get me. I'll read it out on the pod. Um, he's getting his Europa League shot against. Sparrow. There you go. Yes, so Swallow Hotel, um, just along from Ibrooks. Hey. We, we are hopefully linked up with them um, to, to bring a lot of shows from there going forward. Um, and we have big plans for this one, as it is the mm. two-year birthday bash of Ooh. the podcast. So wow. that'll be us two years old. It'll be our third live show. First one in the war office, second one at Ibrooks. Know very many people get to play the second gig at Ibrox. Let's let's face it. You know what I mean. Saint Phoenix gives a call. I can make it happen. Um, and then <laughs> now we're going to the Urban Hotel in Glasgow. Um, so if you can make it, 
we would be delighted. Connie Munch has asked, when is the Hydro, Scott? Well, as soon as we can boot Cy Ferry and that asshole Slaney off the stage, then we will be there at the Hydro. Okay? <laughs> Mate, we should, we, should turn that, we should turn that and battle for your T-shirts and just storm the uh, stage for Baseball Bats. Hey, hold on. I mean, you, don't, you don't actually realise that the link you've just brought me into there, but could it be like NWO Battle Fever T-shirts? Now, me and Simi, and if anybody who's a wrestling fan who um, is watching the pod, you'll appreciate these as much as we do. And they come in white as well. I've got a white one as well, but I had it on the other day, so it's in the washing. Um, but look at that. It's just absolutely... I'll just cover my shitty face for a minute, right? But it's just absolutely beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's a nice design that. too, isn't it? It is, mate. We, we've, we've got a good guy that does the designs. Um <laughs> It's the Kearns guy. It's custom yes. footy. That is the man in the top right there. He's built like a brick shithouse, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I've only been, I'm only been as cheeky because he's back in Ireland. Nornan, Nornan. Do you know something? One of my pals actually said, she goes, I'm not sure what I'm more obsessed with, Gio's accent or his guns. So <laughs> you one of my pals. Here's a fun story. Here's a fun story, right? I was on... Why is uh, pals with me? <laughs> I was on a work call with Fridge. Oh, getting his dinner on the pod again. I was on a work call with Fridge, right? And Jilly and his wife, who's at the live show, who will be watching this, by the way, was in the background, um, and I heard her shouting, how's Geo? Right? Now, I've been in my bed, right? No well. Fridge is obviously lives and is married to the woman, right? She never asked how Scott was. She never asked how Fridge was. How's Geo? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the effect that you had here. You know, you, you Thank know, you, mate. Thank you. I've, I'm actually glad I've got a missus because see, if when you come in here, you've just ruined it for everybody else, mate. Who's single. <laughs> Thanks very much for that, mate, I, on behalf of the people of Glasgow. Oh. Aye. I was Jillian's favourite till you rocked up. So thanks for that. Hi. Thanks, Jillian. Love you, miss you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's like at the live show, like I'm standing next to Jason. You know, I mean, a very handsome man like myself. Ooh. And I'm thinking, see if you were single, mate. We could fucking clear up this place. And Gio walks in like, fuck's sake, man. <laughs> 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 Stop, I made my head getting bigger and bigger. A few people saying, I'm getting that, and where can you get it? You can get it at that <clears throat> the website there at the bottom. You can yeah. also pick up mm. things like that. Which is the wee gym quarters at the top. And also, you can get one of those beautiful shirts as well. Plus, many, many more things, lights, etc. etc. We are going to get Geo's beautiful coasters. Kids. They're lovely. Absolutely lovely. Kids. Yeah. Oh, no. fun. And don't forget, all proceeds go to the Rangers Farm Plus Benevolent Club. I was just going to say that. None go to us. None go to us. We are a non profit organization. <laughs> hey, Barney's at it again. Barney, I can't even eat. Prisma. No, Denny. I'll, be, no. I'll, cough. I'll cough before I get to the end and it will lose its effect. This, this fucking story was told on another podcast I listened to. And Scott wasn't even on it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> hated but fucking rated where have you heard that before <laughs> do you know what see, um, so, uh, circling back to the hydro do you know what I mean? uh, we should have an AGM there just like pretend that oh, we're, yes. you know, we're smelling uh, shares in that we'll just have an AGM 
We'll just make up some numbers in that. Uh, we'll see we'll sell a shirt, we'll sell coasters and stuff, t-shirts. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just a big shop. <laughs> I just a big shop. <laughs> just a big merch store. <laughs> and Scott, don't forget, mate, anybody who's on Patreon, go and check out the Dave McPherson interview as well. Patreon.com. Geo there, Sam, with Dave McPherson. And I can confirm, by the way, that Dave McPherson just sat after I had to edit every single question because when Gio asked a question with that voice, David McPherson just started drooling for like 40, 50 seconds, a minute maybe. And I thought, I can't have that. The pod was like fucking six hours long, man. Do you know what I mean? I had to try it down and maybe they listened to it. So, but it's a cracking podcast in all seriousness. No, um, it was. It was absolutely brilliant. What a guy. Like, what a guy. Some story, some cracking, cracking story. Some about, uh, about his, the night he scored his four goals in Europe against Valletta. The best player he played against, some of the teams that were after him when he was younger, some massive, massive European teams. And what a guy, really, really nice guy. And took it, to, you know, to give up his time and obviously come and speak. It was just phenomenal. What a guy. Loved yeah. it. Do you know those? I just noticed there, like, yeah, I'm just looking at the comments and there's not a lot of women in the chat. And that's because they all got pregnant at the live show and they met Jill. Fucking hell, mate. I wasn't that busy, was it? Hey, 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 hey. You should order, mate. Well, every time I turned around, you were gone in the toilet, so I don't know. <laughs> it, was really, it was really funny. Here's Nicola, who was at the live show, who was right next to us in the stage. It was really funny. I overheard a few of the ladies talking with Gio. Not going to lie, everyone loves a staunch Northern Irish man, <laughs> even though my hobby is 100% not. Nicola, let's just leave it there. Let's just stop. Yeah. Don't get yourself any bother. Just leave it there. What happened to Ibrooks stays at Ibrooks, okay? Right, can we talk about Rangers now? Can we talk yeah. about Rangers? Aye. Got a Rangers pod, you're fucking crazy. I <laughs> 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 oh, love it, love it, <laughs> love it. By the way, just before we go on to talk about Rangers, on the Patreon side, I also uploaded a wee one for our archives, which was mm. when myself and one of my good mates, uh, well, we done a part one, a two-part thing, but me and him done part one on Sandy Jarden called Sandy and Royal Blue, and it was about Sandy's career, uh, specifically, obviously, Ibrooks. And then I had the pleasure of sitting down with Jim Hanna, who was Sandy's good, um, good friend, and colleague uh, and, and had a one-to-one with Jim, which was amazing to get an insight into the person, Sandy Jarden, and know the footballer, who we all know was a terrific football player and a great ambassador for Rangers Football Club. But to actually just get a wee insight into him as a person and the wee things he did run about the stadium and that, that Jim became you know used to. And it was brilliant to see. And it's also Jim's 72nd birthday tomorrow, I think. So 71 or 72, so happy birthday, Jim, for everybody on the pod, mate, and hope you're doing well, because he's just had a wee operation as well, so hope you're doing well. Right, Dundee United on Saturday. Big game for the club. This is going to lead into a wee bit of um, COVID chat, I feel here, because mm. there's been conflicting things in the press today. David Martindale, friend of the show. Chris Sutton, how you doing? Um, David Martindale has said that he feels as though there should be a two-week circuit breaker right now for the games. Robin Nielsen has says, no, that shouldn't be the case. I'm worried about Saturday because they obviously have COVID cases. We have huge games coming up. Huge games. You know, and our game on Saturday was in doubt because of Dundee United's COVID cases. So we have to make sure that, you know, everything is safe and we're doing things by the book here. And to make sure that you know none of the players become unnecessarily put at risk, uh, especially given that selfishly, from a football point of view, the run of games we have here, you know, we're we're in the middle of it. We've done so well up to now to lose half a dozen players or something like that. 
before going to Pitodri, if you like, um, before facing St. Marin, before facing Dundee United, and then obviously the, the big one at Shark Head come the 2nd of January. It's... I don't know, Paul, what's your thoughts on it, mate? There's two sides to this. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see a circuit breaker. Um, I, I think, I think players are tested every single day. Oh, change of Alex was away. Uh, I'm still here, still here. Oh, okay. He's just okay. going to do it by voice now. Just is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably stripping <laughs> off naked when he returns. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to see a circuit breaker. Um, it kind of sets a precedence for everything else. And, do you know what I mean? And then, it's, oh well, Scottish football is going in for two week, two week lockdown. Let's shut the rest of society down and start. I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's a good thing. But then again, you say you've got the the, the potential for Dundee United um, passing things on. Um, I don't know, but no, 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 fuck it, no. I, I play the match, just get it done. Sammy, what about yourself, mate? I'm very much in two minds about this because um, from a very kind of selfish point of view, I want to see everything go ahead, like Christmas, um, pubs, the cinema, football, all sorts type thing. Um, but I would not be surprised if things started to get kind of shut down again. And from a safety point of view, as long as the science dictates it, I'm very, very clear on this, be the science dictating it, uh, not politicians, then... People say it is all going to come first, but uh, it's a strange one because I would not be surprised if nothing happens. And I also would not be surprised if things they get shut down. It's weird. Mm. Uh, I think it's really that kind of that, that kind of fifty-fifty could go either way. Uh, uh, you've already seen Jason Leach saying he's worrying about the cup final at Hamden on Sunday. You know, fifty thousand people attending that stadium. Which... So. I think we can see. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can, which makes perfect sense. You can't have and you can't, you can't have and say like only three households can meet for Christmas dinner, but we can have oh. sixty thousand people at Hamden. That doesn't make any sense. I know, I know. To me, you know. Make... So I'm not saying one's right. One. I'm, I'm not. Talk, I'm, I'm not talking about this film. My opinion point of view is just a case of that makes no fucking sense. That's, that's conflicting. <clears throat> you you can't tell people they can't meet a fourth household. When you can meet seven fucking hundred households in the stand you're in, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Snags, what's your thoughts, that, mate? <clears throat> uh, safety is paramount, mate. At the end of the day, and it's um, the most contagion, contagious, contagious. I can't even fucking speak. The <laughs> most contagious strain of uh, COVID so far, and it's frightening. You know, it's it's absolutely frightening. And this semi quite quite rightly points out there's 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 so many conflicting. Um, opinions um, when it comes to politicians, etc. Um, that you know they they just need to do what's right for the people and what's right for the country. Um, and <clears throat> I mean, for me, you're already seeing uh, a lot of games getting postponed, cancelled down here mm. um, as a result of 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 COVID. So it's only a matter of time for Scotland to catch up um, and things and things to start getting cancelled. So um, they need to do what they need to do, mate. At the end of the day, um, and for me, it's it's safety as paramount. Yeah. Do you, have you get any thoughts to add to that, mate? It's it's a tough one because nobody wants to see the football go back behind closed doors because, well, mm. a the, you know the, the entertainment spectacle, the the whole sporting occasion of you know fans being there and, and <coughs> away fans are obviously getting it loud. You know, look at the Rangers support in, uh, at Tynecastle; it was incredible. Yeah. You, know, you could hear them throughout the whole game. You don't ever want to lose that. And also the other side of it as well is a lot of clubs can't actually afford now. 
to not have the fans in the stadium. So yeah. safety is paramount, yes. What state will football be, especially in Scotland and maybe the lower leagues in England? Premier League's mm. fine. It's fine. It's absolutely self-sustainable with the hundreds and millions and billions they bring in, plus all the tourists they sell tickets to. But I don't know, Gio. It's just it's a wee bit strange. I mean, football, football, and especially Rangers for us and for me, you know, it transcends just just a game that lasts ninety minutes, doesn't it? I mean, we we need it. We we yeah. look forward to it. We we thrive on it. We we you know our weeks, our days are built around when's the next match, you know, and that's if, if that's the same for me. And I live in Northern Ireland. What's it like for for hundreds of thousands of people around the world who follow our club? So, you know what? For me, mate, I think the the politicians should take their heads out of their arse, stop being politicians for a while, and just run the country properly. Um, you know, stop being bitter and divisive about things, and just run the things properly and look after people's safety first and foremost, mate. Yeah, totally, totally. Is there any worries for your team? You know, it could affect us going into two massive matches. Obviously, we get two games at home. We've got two games away before we break up for the for the winter break. Does anybody have any worries about? You know, obviously, any other players. We've also got players going away to African Cup of Nations as well, which I noticed mm. that the European football body type that Rangers are part of were already stressing concerns about players' safety over there. Um, and they've hit back. The African um, Federation, if you want to call it that, have hit back saying that they will be given the, the obviously, the, the right restrictions will be in place and every procedure will be followed. Um, so it's just a wee bit, it's just, it is worrying for me because that could throw your season. You know, and it's not your fault that could throw your season there. For instance, last night, Callum Davidson revealed that St Johnston lost Chris Kane because of a contact in his house had got the virus. And obviously, he's he's having to self-isolate under the new legislation. So it's, it is, it's going to affect us all. Look at the games in England, as Snags say, it's, it's going to affect us all. So the serious message to that, of course, is everybody stay safe. Um, it's, it's pretty much uh, if and when, really. Aye. Exactly. You know. Totally, mate. Totally, 100%. 100%. Um, <clears throat> looking ahead to Sunday, do we see any problems? Do we see any issues? I think it'll be routine again without looking like a fool, but use lads captured it perfectly. It's getting that way of last season again where you just think, yeah, we've got this now. We've cracked it. <laughs> we know, we know what, we, what we need to do. And I trust Gio implicitly you do what he needs to do and get the win. That's the MD, by the way, that wants to jump in. Agreed. Yeah, Good, agreed. mate. Thank you. Thank you. A shite podcast if somebody's <laughs> listening to the car. No, do you know what? Mate? We, we owe these fuckers one. We owe them one. They were the only team this, they were the only team in the last practically two years to beat us. So we owe them one. And we went yeah, up there right. and got done. So we need to go out there and fucking pump the bastards 5 0. Come on, the Rangers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this, team, this team has got a pumping in them. Definitely, mate. Everybody I'm loves a pumping, Timmy. Everybody. I hope, <laughs> I hope part of it's Saturday, and I hope part of it is the 29th in Patoji, yeah. and I hope part of it is a setting. <laughs> just, 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 just go for the foreplay in Saturday. It's <laughs> uh... <laughs> the foreplay, and then Aberdeen will will step that up a wee bit, and then come with Celtic will be rampant. <laughs> Um, so battle I, fever goes dark again, yeah. <laughs> very quickly, very quickly. I've noticed. Very quickly. Um, Paul sees sporting some fine headwear there. Um, yeah, I just thought uh, just mix up a wee bit. Okay. I'm actually going to do the wee advert for G4 claims because I know Snags loves the music. Yes. And then we'll do our predictions properly. All right. So take it away, Nicole's team people. 
Keep 100% of your claim. Cheap for claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim. G4 Claims. They've restocked the alcohol in the studio as well. Moment. I don't know if you've seen their post on Twitter. It looks class, lads. I did. Uh, She's still not got G4 taxis up running yet to get us all home. <laughs> that's, that's, that's borderline unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, she's not about to claim. Hey! Only people in the G4 postcode get a free ride in those taxis. Yeah. I'm your bag. <laughs> right, predictions. Gio says, what again did you say? What? What did you say? <laughs> oh, predictions, mate. Oh, I, I want 5 0. I want 5 0. Oh, I'm not going for a scurry one off Alfie's arse in the 90th minute. I, I don't want that. I want 5 0. I want to put these bastards to the sword. Nice. I like it. Policies. Sorry, I promised to swear. I promised that we didn't swear anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to say probably uh, 3 0. Sammy? I'm I'm a pawn this one goes to free now. Snagsy, I don't even want to come to you, I just want to go to the dogs. <laughs> Mate, I was just I was just the way to say it. I was just the way to say that uh Peanut would obviously like to uh, make up for her mistake and uh would like to predict free now as well. So I agree with uh Sammy and Paul. I don't think she did make a mistake, mate. I just think she got confused with the one that had the post. Aye, she was very, very it. close that to it. it. She really was. Um Fridge has asked, what do you find handing, hanging under a male reindeer? I don't can we can we say that if that's there? Fridge, let us know, mate, and let us know your prediction or not. Jay's going six now, Dave's yes, going yes. five now with a 99th oh. minute penalty. Um, <laughs> there's the there's the story. Alfie posted on Instagram that he was auctioning his Europa League shot where he scored two against Sparta. The knockout stages I bid and got a bit carried away as the kicker was he'd hand present it at home. Ooh. Ah, there you go, mate. Well done, well done. Nice. I like it, well done. What? 4-0. Um, I'm actually going with that. 4-0 as well. That's my prediction. 4-0, Morelos Kent, Haribo and Sakala. 4-0, Billy. Um, what's hanging under it? I hope this is what's hanging under a reindeer and know what his prediction is. Um, a big bum. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, he's, just, he's just watching the start of the podcast where Sammy mentions <laughs> a bit my buzz. Ah. <laughs> And I'll go say it's 3-0 or 6-0 win for me, lads. Excellent. I'll do that. I'll, I'll do me. That'll, that'll do I'll take that. that. Anybody else want to bring it up before we go anywhere? Uh, there was this one type. No, in fact, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> i just say, like, um, uh, if the games they go ahead, things are gone and stuff, uh, just keep yourself safe, lads, because uh, as a bit rubbish out there just now, and they do want to be ill over Christmas, like one of the isolation stuff no. like that. It's a happy time of the year, but it's also a stressful time of the year, and uh, it can be quite sad for some people, so just keep yourself safe. And well, also, Scott, sorry, mate, I think, I don't, know who po- I don't know who posted it out from the pod account today, but obviously, you know, the pod account is open for DMs and stuff, mate, so obviously if thing- people are on their own and stuff like that, they're 
it is tough. And I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure I speak for everyone. Just drop any of us a wee DM and we'll all grab a wee natter with you and even throw your phone number, we'll give you a wee call and stuff. So, yep, 100%. I Absolutely, well. but, but I just want to say if you've got anything less than Windows 10, I'm not responding. Nah, it's nice he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Windows 97, <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> and, and just to go on that, I've got my white to go to avoid Windows at all costs. I've got a Chromebook, I've got a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not involved in the recommendation process for that Chromebook. I'm, 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 I'm breaking the windows up my house because they're annoying me. <laughs> not only are the men top of the league and, and running away with it, if you like, the, the lassies are also doing yes. the same. Rangers, we want Rangers to run the whole country here, you know what I mean? So we want right. our lassies to win that league, we want the guys to win that league, we want the youth teams to win everything they're getting into. And that's just what we do. We're the most successful football club in the world, and I'm sure the lassies will win it because they've got some fine players there. Um, I only catch bits and bobs of them, and obviously Rhiannon's pod keeps us updated, keeps us updated and stuff like that. But it's it's brilliant. Um, can I just say as well because I missed last week as well. Just what Sammy and Gio were saying earlier. I do want to thank everybody as well for coming to the live show. I missed it last week um, due to not being well. So thank you very much. Um, we were all blown away as a podcast, mm. as a team. At the the night we had, I think that being able to stand back at a point and just just watch the place go nuts, people just dancing. I mean, we never even had a dance floor, and the place was just jam packed with people dancing. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? It was mental, man. It was it was amazing to see. Um, thank you very much for that. It was a night that I'll live long in the memory. Played, been able to be at Ibrooks for that it was brilliant. Um, Obviously, the only person that I've known or met in person is Snagsy, so we need to fix that in the future at some point. Um, the rest, including the fine ginger ballots over there, it was a pleasure, a pleasure to have to have Gio here. Um, I loved every minute. I'm Jason Reed, who's in New York at the moment, and we just want to send a love to him and say, um, safe travel, mate, safe trip back, back home as well, because you're a legend, eh? Nothing else? No, nope. just keep on, keep on, watching on. about the the next. Keep watching about the next live show because if all goes to plan, it will be a fucking builder. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, sorry. 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 I mean, that just looked amazing, but that, that night at Ibrox was just fantastic. Jody coming on, whipped the crowd up. Jody the was stories, the stories from, from Mark Hately, some of the stories from Mark Hately and, and, and Mike Mike McCurry was fantastic. Mike McCurry, what a legend that guy is. The Reverend is just, he's a man's man. Do you know he's what I mean? He's just a gentleman. Oh, he's just amazing. We should have to meet more who eventually to meet. Yeah, him. yeah, absolutely uh, everybody. And Jeep's clan. Uh, yeah. his whole family gave me a lift up the road in the minibus Moses Moses McNeil the Brigadier the Brigadier as well I have to mention those two guys Moses and the Brigadier just everybody mate and then Jody at the end of the night singing all the songs it was just fantastic what a night live long with me as well mate it's not a huddle it's a cuddle it's yeah a huddle. It's a yeah. and you find out if you don't know what that means and you don't know what we're talking about buy a ticket for the next live show <laughs> <laughs> a bit mental. Keep your eyes peeled for the as Gio says for information about that because um, there will be information hopefully in the new year and where you can buy tickets and guests who will be appearing. 
Um, Albert's 11 Legends says, we'd love to meet the next one. Well, you can buy a fucking ticket. Yeah. You can come along and you can meet us all. All right. No, you want to meet us. You want to meet the guests that we're going to be bringing, hopefully, because they are the star. And if all goes to plan, there might be more than one or two guests. <sighs> Can't see anything. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just teasing it. I'm just teasing it. Yeah. Just teasing it. <laughs> That's Hulk Hogan just phoning me. He says Kevin Nash. Oh. Uh... Hold on. I mean, we're on, mate. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> we're on, um, So, thank you very much. Um, oh, there you go. We added Nick Doc or a riot. <laughs> you get Nick Doc, you mixed there. Nice. You the games. You get her on and she can, she's very welcome. Um, so, thank you very much. Everybody for joining us this evening. This isn't a Christmas special. We'll be back next week with a Christmas special. You never know what could happen in a Christmas special. Are we? Oh, I think we should. Ever. I think we should just text everybody, by the way, who's ever been on the pod, who's an ex-player or of that ilk, and just say we want to have you all on the screen at the one time shouting Merry Christmas to everybody. Aye. Nobody will do it, but fuck it, let's ask it anyway. I might be able to get B Lil Mojni. <laughs> There's no think about it. You, you, he'll definitely be there. Money depends on his Wi Fi sitch. I suppose so. Right. Do you know what you'll get, Money? You'll get a lifetime membership oh. to the fucking Patreon. Right. You'll get Scott as well, by the looks of it. Scott will arrive at your house as well. <laughs> Present Don't yourself. Your <laughs> I don't know if I could take that, actually. Just <laughs> oh, Van Oss doing the camera, doing the screen here, you know what I mean? Van Oss. I love the fans. That, that, fucking wow. What a Christmas that would be. Um, we hope to catch everybody next week. I can't remember what day the pod's going to be again, but we'll decide that. But um, Play if, you're not, if you're not on next week, then have a fabulous Christmas and a wonderful new year. Stay safe. We will be on on and off. You know how we like an old firm pod if we win. Might happen. You never know. Um, so we will see you in the near future. Thank you to Policies, to Geo, to Simi, and to Snagsy for joining us this evening. And obviously yes, tell you in the comments. <laughs> Thanks very much. Hashtag keep the battle for you. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older. There's a place I want to be. It's red faucet is beautiful. It's deeped in history. What I'll find when the place comes alive I got that battle fever coming over me And I got butterflies and hurricanes shaking my body Battle fever coming over me And I'll Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.